Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today we're going to be talking with some of the members of the Wilson family. And for those of you who haven't come across the Wilsons yet in your cruising, they are a family of six who has done the full Great Loop once and is in the midst of their second time around spending the winter this year in Marathon. So uh, before I bring in Wendy and Anna Mae Wilson, I do want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Beneteau, Curtis Stokes, Dog River Marina, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. And with Christmas just right around the corner, we thought this was a great time for a holiday edition of Great Loop Radio, uh, which is why Wendy and Anna Mae Wilson are joining us. We thought one of our families on the loop was a great way to talk a little bit about how traditions might be different for the holidays on a boat than they might be in your dirt home, but certainly can still be enjoyed. So... Um, Wendy, for those maybe who don't know the Wilson family yet, tell us a little bit about your family and your boating adventures and your continued cruising after the Great Loop. Sure. Thanks, Kim. We, um, as you said, we're a family of six. So my husband and I, uh, his name's Bobby, we have our four daughters with us. Nina, who's 23, Anna Mae is 12, Ella is 10, and Mia is 8. And we started the Great Loop um, in uh, August of 2016 and finished it in 10 months and quickly realized probably a couple weeks into it that um, there was a lot we were missing. And so we knew pretty much the whole way around the first time that we were going to want to do this again. Um, And so that's what we did. So we left again in the summer of uh, 2018. And we made it down halfway through, so we're down in Marathon. We left it here for the summer, went home, spent, uh, I think, about five months in Ohio um, on our lakes up there, and then came back down to the boat November 1st and plan on just kind of cruising around the Keys and uh, southern Florida for the winter. And, yeah, then we'll see what goes from there. But we, we already had decided that because 10 months was way too fast that, if it took us three, four, five years the second time that we were just going to take our time. Yeah, and obviously you spent some holidays aboard during that first loop, and given the timing you just described for your return to Marathon this winter in November, you obviously planned to spend the holidays aboard for this year. So at this point, um, how many holidays have you spent aboard? Were you on the boat for your first loop during um, Thanksgiving and, and the winter holidays? Yeah. Yep, I think I, I tried to add up. I think this Christmas, um, if you include just Thanksgiving, Easter, and Christmas, I think this is our seventh holiday aboard. Mm-hmm. So how are they different? If you've, you've spent seven aboard, um, you know, obviously not all the traditions can remain the same. So what's the biggest difference about spending a holiday aboard a boat instead of um, in your dirt home? Oh, gosh. Um, I would say it's different because it is in a way less hectic, Um, specifically just because Christmas is coming up, specifically about Christmas, it's less hectic because we have chosen to celebrate Christmas with our families at home, like Bobby's parents and 
his sister and, and my parents and my niece and nephew, we've done that prior to us being here. So I think two, at least twice, maybe three times, we've done Christmas at a different time of year with our families at home. And so, um, including gifts and everything. And so when actual Christmas time comes around, you know, we're not scurrying around to buy any gifts for anybody or, um, you know, wondering, well, how am I going to get to this house and to Aunt Betty's and to Grandma's so-and-so's um, because we've already done all of that celebrating at home. And so it's, in a way, it's a lot more relaxed, even though we still have activities going on. Yeah, and that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things I hear a lot from potential loopers is that they're worried about missing those times with family and friends. So great idea to just do it a little bit off of the traditional season. Um, but I also think that for Christmas and, and for New Year's, it's a great time to have family come to you on the loop because a lot of loopers are in the Keys or sometimes in the Bahamas and are in some of those places where, A, it's very easy to find them accommodations if they can't stay on your boat, um, but, B, it's a, one of the places on the loop that lots of people would love to come and visit you. So the timing works out pretty well. Do you see a lot of uh, boaters' families coming in to see them for the holidays? Um, we don't see a whole lot. We On the first loop, we had my niece and nephew come the week before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, it was wonderful. We were in Clearwater and we had a, a great time with them. And we've offered uh, for other people, but <laughs> they're just not taking us up on it for some reason. Um, <laughs> well, you didn't invite me yet. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. Um, although uh, Bobby's parents are coming down uh, January 11th, so they'll be here right after Christmas. Um, a lot of pe- a lot of loopers. Um, do go back home for Christmas, which I understand doing that as well. Um, but there are a lot just that just stay on the boat, and we just have our own community here. Yeah. Well, let's kind of talk about some of the specifics, because the holidays are times when most of us have some traditions, and replicating those on board in most cases is possible. You know, obviously, it'll be slightly different. Um, but let's start yep. with worship, because obviously that's a huge part of the season for many of us, regardless of your faith. Um, how mm-hmm. do you go about finding places to worship for the holiday when you're not in your home church or synagogue? Yeah, for sure. Um, so for, I'll tell you what we do and then, um, and then give a couple other suggestions. So we uh, look, and this actually for holidays isn't a whole lot different than our normal Sunday because we choose to go to church as any Sunday that we can get to church, whether it's the holidays or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what we do is when we get to a new destination and it's a Saturday or usually Friday, we try not to travel on the weekends, but um, I will start looking at different area churches that are close to us and just kind of checking out their website page, seeing what their beliefs are, um, and if they line up with our our beliefs that we have. Um, and, and that's how we do it. Um, mo- a lot of people listening will know the Stein family. Um, they are Catholic, and so they are always able to find, I feel like Catholic churches are, are really easily available, and, and so that's something that they do. Um, but, yeah, we, we just really research. The other thing you could do, and we've done this also, is just ask around at the marina when you get there. Hey, you know, does anybody here go to, is there a church close? Um, A lot of times we walk or we'll just take an Uber, um, you know, or or a taxi if Uber's not available there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's what we do is, is just kind of research online and ask around. And how has that experience been? Because I think some people in some circumstances might be a little hesitant to go to an unfamiliar church. So being that you've done that, you know, almost every Sunday on the loop, what, what is that experience like when you just kind of go to a new church that you don't know a whole lot about beyond what you've been able to research? Yeah. Um, I honestly, I will say that there's only two places that I won't mention <laughs> that, <laughs> that I can think of that we got there and we were like, huh, this is different. Um, and the people were very nice. It just was the, the way they were worshiping was definitely not in line with what we thought it was going to be and what they had advertised. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that's okay. It's, you know, it was, it was an interesting experience. Um, but other than those two times, and I mean, we, when I say we normally go to church on Sunday, I mean it. So I can't even, I have no idea how many times we've done this, probably close to a hundred. I mean, 52 Sundays a year. Mm -hmm. So it's been a lot. Um, and it's been wonderful. The experience has been fantastic. We always make new friends. I, I can think of one time. Um, after we, we got a ride home, you know, you get there and when you're a visitor, people notice that usually. And so they come up and they start chatting, where are you from? And, you know, it comes up, you're on a boat. And of course that's interesting to most people. And, um, you know, we have our kids with us and, um, kids are good icebreakers. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've had just wonderful experiences, people offering, you know, to take us to the grocery store or, um, we've gone to people's homes for dinner. Um, it's, it's, we've really had a great, um, great fun- friendships that have formed from the churches that we've, that we've participated in. Um, I had one family bring back to the boat one time. It was a Sunday and it was a really rainy Sunday. We, we were kind of stuck in the boat. And a few hours after we got back to the boat, we were in Canada, no less. We weren't even in the United States. And we hear this knock on the boat. And we go out and they had this huge basket full of like puzzles and um, coloring supplies and paints and, and all these different things. And it was really sweet that they, they brought that back for, for us to kind of have a rainy day basket. So anyways, good experiences. Yeah. And I hear stories like that um, related to churches, but as you know, Wendy, uh, the Bowdoin community and the little towns that you visit along the way, people are usually welcoming you with open arms and um, finding a place to worship is really no different. So I hope nobody who um, wants to find um, a place to worship on Christmas or any other Sunday throughout the year, um, please go ahead and, and give those a try because it's usually a great experience yeah. for our members. Um, let's, Definitely. Let's talk a little bit about food because a lot of holiday traditions are centered on food. I have an Italian family, so it's almost all centered on food. Um, but tell us a little bit about uh, are your first of all, what are your meal traditions, and are they different on the boat than they would have been if you were at home in your larger kitchen? Um, honestly, for us, they're not a whole lot different, but only because at our house we do breakfast um, and everyone comes to our house when we're we're in our dirt home everyone comes for breakfast and then we kind of um, go to different places after that for either lunch or dinner um, and so we can easily it's, we do like a breakfast morning casserole that is easily done on the boat so for us that part of it isn't a whole lot different um, except for the fact that 
we're not running around to all these other houses, you know, after the fact and taking casseroles and things like that. But, um, but for those people that, you know, normally do like a big Christmas dinner and everyone comes to their house, I would say, unless you have a really large boat with a really large galley, that probably is going to need to be modified at least a little bit. Um, of course, you know, you may not have 20 or 30 people coming to your boat for dinner. So those types of things are easily modified. But but it's different because usually in the marina, it, assuming you're in a marina, they're, they're going to have something. Um, every marina we've been to has had something for Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas, um, and everybody just kind of pulls together um, a, a big giant potluck. And so you know, when you're only making one dish in your galley, that's different from having to put together an entire meal. Um, and even things like Christmas cookies. I mean, the first loop that we did, we did Christmas cookies. Do you remember this anime? Underway. We made sugar cookies oh, wow. and gingerbread cookies. Mm -hmm. And we decorated them um, while we were underway uh, for, um, you know, for our Christmas cookie decorating. Um, so you, you can still do all of the traditions that I think you would typically do, they're just sometimes modified, either scaled down a little bit, um, or like I cheated and I used for some of the cookies, like I made my gingerbread dough, but then I just bought sugar cookie dough that was already prepared. Mm -hmm. um, just so I didn't have like all these different batches of cookie mix. And, um, and then this Friday, we're actually doing Christmas cookies with a bunch of the boaters that are here in the marina, one of the staff um, lives on site and she offered up her kitchen. And so we're all going up there tomorrow to decorate Christmas cookies. So that'll be fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. And, you know, yeah. pretty common place here in the South is to do a, um, a deep fried turkey. It's becoming more popular, I think, mm -hmm. in other parts of the country. But I've seen a lot of boaters do that because as long as you can find a safe place at the marina to, um, you know, you do that in a big pot almost um, with a propane tank. Um, yeah. So you can you know, cook a full-size turkey essentially outdoors. Um, and I think a lot of the marinas actually do that. And then, like you said, Wendy, everybody brings a side. So, but the boating lifestyle yep. is just a simpler lifestyle. So even if you're used to having a huge meal with, you know, four or five different sides, having that with two or three is probably still going to seem like a festive and different meal um, above what you would have on an everyday basis. So you can really keep those traditions. Um, yeah, and a lot of boaters' lounges have, um, a, you know, like a kitchen in, in the lounge or an oven or a stove, you know, to kind of help out with, with cooking too. We don't have one here where we are, but I know in a lot of places that we've been, there have been facilities that we were allowed to use for cooking. Mm -hmm. The other thing that you're probably going to have to adapt a little bit on board as opposed to at home is decorating. And there was actually a post to our forum sometime this week um, with asking for some suggestions on Christmas trees. Um, so do you all have a tree? What do you do about that? And, and what other types of decorations that might be boat friendly would you recommend for people to kind of get in that festive mood? Yeah, when Anna Mae and I were talking about this, she said, ooh, I love our mini tree. <laughs> um, <laughs> We get like a two foot uh, little tree um, and just decorate that and all literally like everything's mini. Our decorations, the little bulbs, 
the star, everything is just miniature, um, and it's lit, it's lit up. So you know, it's it, it's it's literally just our regular tree at home, except miniature size. <laughs> That's fun. Um, yeah, and we just clear a spot off for it. Um, I noticed on the forum that somebody had mentioned, you know, the potted uh, tree because they didn't want an artificial tree. Um, you know, you can always do that. Maybe even put it outside on your back deck if you if you're in, you know, your cabin doesn't have a whole lot of room in it. Um, I've seen some people use poinsettias to to decorate um, around their boat. We hang our stockings, um, so we have our stockings up inside. We've got our miniature tree. Uh, our lower helm, which we never use, we always use our flybridge fly bridge to um, dry from. And so our lower helm has tinsel and garland like woven all through the, the, the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we just kind of decorate that way. And our the outside of our boat, <clears throat> um, which actually this is different from home. We don't put lights up on our house, on our dirt home. Um, but we always put lights up on the boat. So there's lights all the way around the railing um, and on the back deck. Um, we hang a wreath outside. So, yeah, it's it's pretty easy to, to decorate. And, and I love seeing that at marinas this time of year, even when there's not a boat parade happening, which those are plentiful this time of year too. But even just being at the marina, there's lots of boats who do what the Wilsons do and have those um, Christmas lights decorating the outside of the boat. So it is very festive. Um, I guess another tradition we should probably touch on, um, although maybe isn't, isn't as challenging to adapt to a boat, but um, what about gifts? Is your approach towards that any different? Um, you know, there's so much online shopping, but is it harder to shop or, or how did the Wilson family approach that? Well, I'm not a big shopper anyways. I, I actually kind of don't like shopping. <laughs> so um, I, I know that's a little odd, but... Uh, so for us, I think it's simpler. I mean, we of course, we do online shopping. There are a few things that we'll grab around town, depending on, you know, where we are for that particular Christmas season. Um, but most of our shopping is online. Anna Mae's going to talk a little bit about how we do gifts. Um, so I don't, I don't want to squash, you know, what she's about to say, but we we don't do a whole lot of gifts and she'll explain why. Mm-hmm. And so for us, hiding them isn't really a huge issue. Um, we just kind of put them under our steps. Our girls know where they are <laughs> and we just tell them, look, if you want to be surprised on Christmas morning, don't look under the steps. Um, so they, they know where there are. We're on a 32 foot boat. There's not a whole lot of places to hide them. <clears throat> right. Um, and then also the Marina office has always, depending, you know, where we are that year, has always been very willing to help us with that. Hey, if you guys need a hiding spot, you're welcome to leave the stuff up here, mm-hmm. too. Oh, that's neat. So, you know, we kind of talked about a lot of the, the traditions that most of us would have at home. Are there any new traditions or new ways to celebrate that you've adopted since you began living aboard? Um, one of the things that we have done m- more than we did at home was, adopting other families that are in need this time of year. And we did it to some extent at home, but not really very intentional. Um, But especially in the Keys for the last three years, we've, um, you know, Irma has just, I I know it's been, you know, a couple of years, but it's had such long lasting effects on the families here. And 
people are still recovering um, from that. And so there's a lot of families that the schools will <clears throat> tell the coordinator, <clears throat> this particular family, these families are really struggling. And so that's a big part of what we do while we're down here is just trying to help out other families that need it. Um, so that's a good thing. Uh, we went to the beach <laughs> when we were in Clearwater after uh, we had our gift time uh, in 2016. That was a lot of fun being on the beach instead of outside in the cold snow. <laughs> right. You know, and thank you for bringing up that idea of helping others. Um, because that is a, a huge part of a lot of traditions at home and something that maybe people hadn't really considered they could still continue to do or even do more of when they're aboard because life is just a little bit simpler. So thanks for sharing that, Wendy. I want to take a quick sure. break and play a message from one of our sponsors. When we come back, um, I'd like to talk about it from the children's perspective. So we'll bring in Anna Mae and hear a little bit more about what life is like on holidays aboard for the children. So we'll be back in a moment. The new MJM-50Z is the most technologically advanced production motor yacht available. First worldwide to incorporate a Seakeeper gyro stabilizer as standard equipment to virtually eliminate roll in waves underway or at anchor. And in June 2015, the first to include fully opening power windshields for control of fresh airflow. MJMs are unique in the industry, built of environmentally clean, stronger and lighter epoxy compounds composites in the USA. Owner benefits are significant. A smaller carbon footprint with 50 to 100 percent better fuel efficiency. A top speed with optional triple IPS 600s of 40 knots and crews of 35 knots. A more responsive, enjoyable driving experience and greater safety offshore. For more information, visit them on the web at www.mjmyachts.com. We're back on Great Loop Radio. My guests today are Wendy and Anna Mae Wilson of the Wilson family, and they are uh, talking to us about how they spend their holidays aboard. Since a lot of people planning for the Great Loop will be faced with making decisions about that at some point, whether to stay aboard, whether to go home, um, and how to continue their traditions. So that's the focus of our discussion today. But more and more, we are seeing families out there on the Great Loop, which we love. So I wanted to bring in Anna Mae. Anna Mae, thanks so much for agreeing to talk with us today. Thanks for letting me. Yeah. Well, let's start off um, from the little bits that you've already shared while your mom was talking. Um, it sounds like you really enjoy spending Christmas aboard the boat. So tell us what's the best thing about celebrating on board instead of being in a dirt home. I think it's the community. It really feels like a neighborhood here, and everyone just, like, gets together and celebrates, and it's, like, a really big party. Mm -hmm. So when you first started the loop and you've had your first Christmas aboard the boat, were you worried about that being different from at home, or were you just excited about it from the start? I mean, the first time I was a little bit nervous because I was afraid that I would miss everyone from home, but I was equally as excited, and it kind of, like, dumbed down all the sad feelings. Mm -hmm. and, and was Santa able to find where you were on the boat and was good to you as he has always been at home? <laughs> Just fine, yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite thing to do as a way to celebrate the holidays when you're on the boat or, you know, someplace at the marina? Um, what's your favorite part? I think my favorite part is just 
Christmas in itself. Because, mm-hmm. like, on Christmas morning, we all get three gifts, and they represent, like, the three gifts that Jesus got. Mm-hmm. And it's the same as at home, and we just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great tradition to continue. Um, I think that I actually saw a photo of you somewhere on social media in the past few days participating in a boat parade. Was I, Am I right about that? Yes, you're right. Yeah, so tell me about that. That was a lot of fun. So um, me and Ella, we, we um, love our kayaks and paddle boards. So I uh, decorated the kayak, or I she decorated the kayak, and I decorated the paddleboard with like lights and stuff. And we just went out in the boat parade. Well, it was a lot of fun. It was a beautiful picture, and it looked like a lot of fun. So I'm glad that yeah. all of we all actually, of you are um, out there we, doing it. We actually won a prize. So awesome! Congratulations! That's great. Yeah. Any other thoughts, um, Anna Mae or Wendy, that you want to share about celebrating the holidays? I can't think of anything. It's it's different, but it's it's good different though. You know, you like Anna Mae said, it's really about the community, and you know, we have all these different parties and get-togethers and gift exchanges with the people in the marina, and yeah, it's just it's a lot of fun. Well, and I appreciate you sharing all of that because I do think it will be helpful for those who are planning and have some concerns about missing some of the holidays at home. Um, so I, I like that you've gotten across that it's different, but different in a good way. Um, so thank you both so much for joining us today and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us once again. We are actually going to take a brief hiatus from Great Loop Radio for the holidays. Um, So we will be back just after the new year with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising.